Hey babes, welcome to another episode of We Read It One Night. This week we're back from vacation and jumping right back into another listener suggestion, The Perks of Loving a Wallflower by Erica Ridley. Basically, this book is for all of you folks who watched Ocean's 8 and were just waiting for Sandra Bullock and Kate Blanchett to kiss. Listen to a swoon over the sapphic heist, allow Allison to introduce you to clown eggs, and join Rachel on her Ben and Jerry's revolution. Remember to drop us a rating and review and enjoy the show. You know who I want everyone to empathize with, and by that I mean like rightly slander is Ben and Jerry's um, because... <laughs> So for the past like at least year, like this happened, this started like a year ago, maybe more. So I love half-baked and like, you know, brownie or brownie flavors. But starting like a year ago, every single pint of half-baked I would get, like not every single one, but maybe like three quarters of them, instead of being like chewy and fudgy, like the brownies are supposed to be, they would be like hard and crumbly and it just ruins the entire pint. And like Ben and Jerry's is not cheap. So I would be like wasting over $5 on this like crumbly brownie shit. And like I thought – I thought it had something to do with like the grocery store I was buying it at. Like I thought, you know, maybe they freezer burned it. But like the expiry dates would be like two years in the future. I tried different grocery stores, different states, and it would still fucking happen. So like I think I did eventually like file some complaint with them like just like on their like website and they <laughs> sent me like a coupon that I like never got and like never used. And like still that's not like I don't want a coupon for like another shitty ice cream. Like what? So anyway, I stopped buying it basically entirely until recently. When I finally was like, because like the, the problem is like it was so hard to stop because I just like want I want it when it's good. So it's like <laughs> I was just burned so many times. So finally I started again like two weeks ago, and I had a string of like four, five, six great pints. Like it was really good, and I thought I cracked it. I thought like this, there's like three grocery stores in our town. I thought that the one I started going to for that like I could could be trusted. And then three days ago, I bought two pints, and both <laughs> of them are like that, like the horrible crumbly. So I just wasted like over $10 on this shit. And I thought it was like, I don't know. I I, <laughs> I had like Googled this before and like I found like some vague Reddit threads, but like I wasn't really sure people knew what I was talking about. I made a TikTok about it. And like so far, so many people have commented like this is happening to me. Like this is, I thought I was going crazy. I thought it was just Walgreens letting me down, like blah, blah, blah. Like this is a systematic problem, Ben and Jerry. It's like you need to get your shit together. So many people were like, yeah, like I stopped buying it because of this. Like, oh, my very first pint of, of of half baked was like this, so I just thought it was like that, so I just never bought it. Like, just, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> ben and Jerry's are fucking up. Don't don't become complacent. You have a stronghold in the ice cream market. Don't yeah. lose it. I kind of want to go to Acme or whatever after this. See if they have chocolate therapy. I anyway, we'll go to any store but Acme because that's where I got the last two shit ones. <laughs> <laughs> Acme is the name of the um, is also the name of the company and like the Looney Tunes. So yeah. they're like playing like it's like you know the Roadrunner playing one long, <laughs> long con on you. No, I suspect it's like yeah, it's like one and the same as the Looney Tunes. I have to get to the bottom it's of this. Wildly coyote. <laughs> well, no, because on this in Allison, have you ever noticed in Acme the store on the wall? It's like serving you since 1919, so like it predates Looney Tunes. It, I think it's the same. It probably Acme. is the same one. And in Nashville, there's like a a like bar on Broadway or whatever, but it's like in an old like warehouse, like Acme Warehouse. Nice. Yeah, it probably used to be like a bigger company. I feel like it used to be kind of like the Wells Fargo wagon, like the all yeah, sorts. The like, Wells I don't Fargo know. wagon is a coming down, down the street. The street. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
classic. No, and that's the thing is I won't stop buying it permanently because I want it. <laughs> like I want it to be good. I won't say that because Ben and Jerry <sighs> may be listening to this. No, but I'll definitely and buy they're like, well, no reason to fix the problem because she's going to keep buying them. Slander you on the internet. Like I, I'm mean, not slander. It slander. It's, it's not slander. If it's true. I will. I will spread the truth on the internet. <laughs> Rachel is a Ben and Jerry's truther. <laughs> okay. On on to more podcast related news. <laughs> if you emailed us in June, it may have gone to our spam and then gotten automatically deleted. And the reason I say this is because we recently found a listener email in our spam among countless offers for someone named Teresa to like buy Bitcoin, to like get 50% off at Macy's, like to go on a cruise. Like if your name is Teresa, like you're missing out on a lot of things. It's all going to our spam. But we are also missing out on listener emails. So if we didn't respond to you, that's why. <laughs> Please resend. Anyway. Dun, 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 dun. Today we're doing The Perks of Loving a Wallflower by... Did you forget the author? I never knew the author. By Erica Ridley. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a listener suggestion, and that could be you unless your email went to our spam, and and then it's not going to be you because we didn't see it. Sorry. (laughs) Um, Except for that one person who we did email, and we emailed back. (laughs) You know who you are. (laughs) This book is historical sapphics, and it's very fun, I thought. Filled with hijinks and, and vigilante siblings. A rollicking good time. And lots of cats. Like, in fact, there was a homing kitten, which yes. is that a real thing? I don't know. There's a lot of wacky <laughs> animals in this. Yeah, okay, wait. So, it. okay, yeah, yeah. So, the premise of the, so the whole, pro- this is the second book in a series. Rachel, did you feel like you had to read the first book to understand no, what was going on? Not at okay. all. Yeah, it's in the Erica Ridley's Wild Winchester series. The Winchesters are a bunch, are basically like vigilante siblings. They're a bunch of orphans that were adopted by this guy named Baron Vanderbeen um, and Baron Vanderbeen has tragically died pre this series um, but you know they're all still like rich and committing crimes for the greater good and <laughs> this book is the second book it's Tommy Winchester the I think she's like the second oldest and Philippa York who um, was the former fiance of the hero of the first book, but like she was never into him. So it's okay. She's not like a spurned, mm-hmm. and a she's spurned friends. lady. She's friends with like the heroine. Yeah. She's friends with like his current wife. Like it's all good. It's all good. And so like, yeah, the family gets into hijinks and like I, to be honest, like made no effort to keep track of like the various like, no. you know, wacky <laughs> family members. And yet I still like, I feel like, she did a great job of like repetition to where like I now know like Jacob's the one who's into the animals like yeah I don't really know the has, other like, ones the gossip <laughs> network Rain. I know Elizabeth Rain. because Elizabeth is constantly threatening to stab people with her sword and I cannot wait for Elizabeth's book I love a bloodthirsty heroine and then there's Marjorie like but, who's I know. think Marjorie's deaf and also an, an art a good oh, forger right Marjorie's sure a good it's forger. Not Elizabeth that's deaf her hard of hearing. I don't know. Whatever. I'm not sure. They use ASL for either Marjorie or Elizabeth or BSL, actually. I got more than I like actively expected to, like just by osmosis. So I appreciated that. And then the oldest is Chloe, <laughs> who was the heroine of the first Yeah, book. but she's like – is she the oldest? Isn't she like the same age as Tommy? They're like about the same age. Chloe was the first one to be adopted. I don't actually know mm-hmm. whether she's biologically the oldest, but she was the first one to like join 
Baron okay. Vanderbeen. Because I was thinking of her as like the older sister because that's the way like Tommy I thought thinks of her. But then Tommy at one point was like, yeah, Chloe and I always had our cots next to each other in the orphanage. Yeah, no, so, no they like, were together in the orphanage. Chloe was the first one to be adopted and then like brought they were along like the same Tommy. age. Yeah. yeah, probably about, but yeah, Chloe's very much like the older sister of the group, re- regardless of whether she's actually like biologically older. Mm-hmm. Like she fills that role. Yeah, and I would say Tommy. Um, the book uses she/her pronouns, and there I checked there wasn't an author's note like there was for Unmasked for the Marquess, but I would say like Tommy's like either like non-binary or like like gender fluid. Even like it, it's sort of like I sort of went back and forth about whether I would say she they. She they is solid. Yeah, because there were definitely because there were definitely times when she was like, I don't feel like a man or a woman. I feel like me. But then there are also times when she was like, sometimes I felt more like a man. Sometimes I felt more like a mm-hmm. woman. Sometimes I felt more like either. And that made me think gender fluid. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're gonna use I guess just she her because that's what the text uses, and there was no indication in the author's note. But yeah, I just mm-hmm. wanted to flag that. So we start off with like Tommy on some kind of like big mission like she's following a mark like they're in their hijinks yeah tommy's good at disguises like she has like a whole like closet a literal closet filled with disguises yeah and her siblings are like teasing her about this crush that she's had on um philippa philippa york for like years like she's just been like pining from afar but she's like too nervous to ever like even speak to her like as herself so philippa has this philippa is like a blue stocking like she's like a nerdy girl who likes to read and like therefore that's like bad or whatever she's Uh, quite (laughs) quite literally like philippa is like Belle from beauty and the beast even like at some point when we're first like introduced we first get her perspective she's like i want adventure like yeah. at her weekly book club and I was like I want adventure in sure. the great wide yeah. somewhere <laughs> yeah and everyone's like why does she want to read so much but like if Belle Belle if Belle could speak like multiple languages like she could decode ciphers like well, all this shit Belle she speaks don't English know in the movie can. but she lives in France that's so true she and does she speaks, speak at least East, two she like she can speak to the furniture too. She speaks furniture. It's and, like, four. She speaks East-ish. furniture and ish. <laughs> Wait, I saw a post that was like, I want an adaptation of Beauty and the Beast that is like all Muppets except for the Beast, who's played by a conventionally attractive like man, and then he turns into a Muppet at the end of the movie. <laughs> yeah, it's like Shrek, basically. <laughs> it would be great. As someone, the person was just like, I don't understand why Disney keeps making live action remakes when the Muppets are right there. <laughs> I like cannot stand the Muppets, to be honest with you. But I would be, that would <laughs> it would be, be hilarious, just, like, incredible. Yeah. yeah. Like redo the new Star Wars movies, but like everyone's a Muppet yeah. except for like well, Adam I Driver. Feel like that's, like already happened somehow. Like that's what I I can like so easily picture that. Muppet there was Star like Wars a Muppets really Christmas a Carol. There's been Muppets movies with like yeah. that format where it's like one normal guy or like two normal <laughs> yeah. people and everyone else is. Muppets. It's like it's like a children's show format. It's like it's like Blue's Clues. Mr. Rogers. Like, I can think of so many. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Excellent. So we should yeah. have more. <laughs> we should. Um, so Philippa has her like weekly nerd reading circle with like a bunch of gals <laughs> and they all like come hang and it's all like women her age except for um, aforementioned Chloe brings her great aunt Winchester. So keep that in mind. I feel like we can say who great aunt Winchester. I feel <laughs> like that was a big like, reveal. I was like, holy shit. Was it a big reveal? Oh, it's I guess. me the whole time. Because we know that in the original book. So I guess I didn't really. Oh, okay. There was never a point where I was like, who is great aunt Winchester? <laughs> yeah, no. I was like, wait a second. Because Tommy, because later on, Tommy's like, yeah, she's been, I've been like seeing her at her reading circle every week like for the past year and I was like wait Tommy was there like I didn't think that was mentioned and then I realized it was great at Winchester 
like, wow, it's okay. It's okay. What about you? Had you? That. Yeah. I'm so glad you had that reveal. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't like the way. I don't know. I guess because like my experience with like like stuff like aging makeup and like makeup that makes you look different is like you know mm-hmm. a school theater where it's like really shitty. But I was just like, how does like Tommy do this with like Regency era makeup? Like, is she gonna die of like mercury poisoning or something? Like quickly because she's like putting on all this makeup oh my god I was like how does she have the skills to do this because they we don't have like modern she doesn't have like modern prosthetics like I was very impressed with with Tommy's yeah. skills to like become yeah. literally anyone yeah no it's great they're, so basically like Philippa um her parents her they're like commoners or whatever but like her dad is in the house of commons and so he's like you know, he has like big political aspirations and they're like super rich. They have like, yeah, some company. I don't know what. Um, but then mom like really wants her to take get a title because that's like, you know, they have like the riches. Now they just need the title to be like fully like cemented yeah. in society. And the dad, the dad wants someone in the House of Lords so he can like have a political ally mm-hmm. for like his political mm-hmm. schemes. So like it's not just the mom. Like the dad is also. Right. But they all. Yeah. Except the only problem is that, Phil- quote, Philippa had no interest in pursuing a romance with any man she'd ever met. Um, and she spends like the first half of this book being like, there's something wrong with me. Like my body like doesn't work right. I just like, like, just I sad. don't. Yeah. I, like that is, that's, <laughs> I mean, it's a very common experience and it is like, like it sucks to feel something like something's wrong with you. But I was just like, I literally like my note for that is like Philippa is both thinking that she is gay as hell, but like she just doesn't know it yet. Like, she's, yeah. like, fully, like, very being explicitly, like, I'm super gay. <laughs> she just, like, has no idea what that means. Well, she, like, has never really experienced attraction to a woman before this. I don't we, – we don't – we're not given anything. So it could just, like – but, yeah, yeah, it's the classic, like, am I asexual or am I just, like – it's like not Beth in, in right. a uh, yeah. dark lover who is like, oh my god! I even yeah. thought I was a lesbian because I wasn't I've never been attracted <laughs> to <laughs> someone. Yeah. And it's just because she's a vampire. Maybe hey, Philippa's only twenty three. Maybe Philippa's a vampire. What I'm saying is like it is possible to just not be attracted to anyone in that way. Oh yeah, okay, like well, you, you can be like asexual. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, explore all your options. So. <laughs> Um, her mother like lets the women in and, and the well, okay we get this like from Philippa's I guess like Philippa's kind of an unreliable narrator when it comes to her parents like she doesn't like fully realize like what they're really like until the end because she's, she's like, kind of like an abuse victim in some yeah, ways like, her parents are emotionally manipulative yeah well she's like my parents like they just care about me and like they do their best like they're always on their best manners and like they do nothing to be offensive like all for my marriage prospects but then like the mother it literally only like really is polite to the people with titles like and I'm like is that not just like the height of like uh, it's so uncouth like why would you like how would anyone like she's just like like and I don't like Philippa has access so like like we said her family's rich and she has like so she has like her like a really big dowry right so like there's a bunch of people wanting to marry her because of that but she is also independently wealthy because she like has like some sort of inheritance from like her her grandmother grandmother or something from like the maternal side of her family that's like hers free and clear like she's 23 like she owns this it's her money right and i'm like and yet you're still like oh no i must marry the mad my parents want to i was like girl i know girl the biggest the biggest obstacle in like and 
frankly, any time period for a woman to be like independent is money. And you have loads of money. I was just so unclear on like so many points here because like first she says that that's the reason. And then she's like, oh, well, it's really just because like I wouldn't be able to like get out the right connections to do my charity work. But she's spending her own money on this charity work. But then she's still like her parent. like every time she wants to ask her parents for something, they're like, oh, are you going to beg us to buy you another book again? Is that what you want? And I'm like, why would she have been begging them to buy her any books for at least the past two years when she's had her own money? Like, so I just don't, it was very unclear. And even though she has reached the age of majority, like she's like, oh, I could run away, but like that I couldn't see my friends again. So that made me think that like she would have to actually run away, like, you know, cut all ties and like not be found because if they found her, <laughs> they could still bring her back. No, you know, like, like, because even yeah. I, I mean, I assumed even if a woman reached age majority, like, and she's not married in this time period, like, her parents can still, no, like, no, Once you're yeah. So it was just very, like, very mixed messages all around on that point. Like, it's just, it was, I, I mean, it was like a combination because she was, she was basically like, um, I can't do my charity work because, like, I need ladies to like, like, get in on this, like, like spawns become like patronesses and like no ladies are going to want to work with me and you'll see how silly that is by the resolution of this book and and then i think she she's also like is desperate for her parents approval like it's hammered home that her her mom and dad like never spend time in the same room like willingly and like mm-hmm. they don't eat breakfast in the same room and like philip eats breakfast alone too and like she's like i'm always the one that has to go looking for them like they never yeah. come looking for me so it also is like she's she's desperately trying to get her parents like love and approval and yeah. she thinks like if she finally does this like she'll get it yeah that's definitely what it is it's just like yeah i think the whole book is just her like making up not making up reasons but like it really comes down to wanting her parents' approval and she just like comes up with all these like secondary reasons that like aren't really reasons. Yeah. Know. It's just that like in this time period they're all like plausible. So I'm like, I don't know like what to believe. <laughs> like Okay. So we're at we're at the book club and one of the ladies storms in, her name is Damaris, and she storms in and she's like, My dickhead uncle, Captain Northrop, has stolen my cipher. And he is getting made into a Viscount and he's getting a big party by the Prince Regent to like celebrate it for helping using my cipher to win the war. But he said he made it up and like, what the fuck? And I was like, Oh my gosh, a man has stolen a woman's work and taken credit for it. I cannot believe it. Uh, not a surprise yeah, and that's, at all. that's kind of how they all react. And I have already asked you this, but I'm going to ask it again. Damaris, the name Damaris did not sound at all familiar to you? Because I was like, what is that? And I was like, wait, it's a sword. It's some kind of famous sword. And I couldn't like figure it out. And then I realized it's the fucking like, it's, it's Gavin Havliard's sword from A Throne of Glass. Is it? Yeah. Anyway. anyway, it's time for the vigilante Winchesters to step in and take Captain Northrop down along with the ladies. And this was the first time that I wrote down my note about how I'm obsessed with Elizabeth and how she is constantly like she has a cane that is also a sword. And she's yeah, constantly because- like, let me stab. Let me at him. Well, let me at him. <laughs> Because they're all, like, roasting Tommy for, like, not being able to talk to Philippa. And then someone's like, well, I guess everyone has a weakness, Elizabeth said. Mine is uncontrollable bloodlust, in case anyone was wondering. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Like, if her book doesn't involve some sort of, like, knife play, I just – ever actually stab anyone? We'll find out in her book. She's always offering. Nobody's taken her up on the right. offer yet. <laughs> yeah, and this is when I realized that 
uh, Tommy was great at Winchester. Um, but basically, <laughs> they're all like, you need to go for it. Like, it's not even illegal to be a lesbian. Like, you know, whatever. Which and is Tommy's, not. It's not yeah. illegal. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Tommy's in, like, this time period. And Tommy's like, yeah, but, like, I'm, she just has a fear of, like, people leaving her. Like, she's like, Bean left me and, like, Chloe left me to get married and, like, I don't want to talk to Philippa because, like, if she rejects me or, like, if we are together and then we can't be together permanently, like, it'll be even worse than never having yeah. her. Yeah. She says, I'd rather never confess my feelings than have her recoil in horror. And all I can yeah. think of is, you never tell a girl you like her. It makes you look like an idiot. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jacob, the, like, animal wrangler, is like, give her a kitten. Like, everyone loves kittens. He's like, what? A-? And he's like, give her Tiglet. And Tommy's like, Taylor's a homing kitten, which I like, didn't know was a fucking thing. Like, apparently it is. And Tommy's like, well, we can't fucking give her Taylor. He's a homing kitten. As soon as she puts him down, he'll run right back here. And Jacob's like, this, it's perfect. It's a gift that keeps on giving. Like, you'll just have to keep returning him. So, like, you'll have more and more excuses. Come on, let's th- just think <laughs> this through for a second. It's a flawless plan. I don't understand why you're not <laughs> jumping at this opportunity. Yeah. But Taylor is a calico cat. Like our cat, like our new cat. But he's a rare male calico cat. And when they first said that, I was like, that's literally impossible because like the reason calicos are female is because you need two X chromosomes. Like you need both to be a calico. But then I thought about it, I ruminated on it. And like a few hours later, I was like, wait a second, Kleinfelter's syndrome exists. And I looked it up and it happens in cats too. My first thought was like, he – he could be like actually female, but like intersex. So they think he's like, they think she's male. Oh, but then I ruminated on it. And like a few hours later, I was like, wait a second. Kleinfelter's syndrome exists, which if you're not aware, it, it's in humans. And I looked it up, it exists in cats too. It's when you're XXY. <laughs> so you're, you look like a man, like you present as a male, but you have two X chromosomes and a Y chromosome. And therefore it is, it is actually possible to have a, male calico cat it's about one in three thousand because you have to both have that accidental Kleinfelter syndrome and get both copies necessary copies of the exes wow indeed take let's even more special they're all so tommy's like yeah i can't like i i I can't i'm a coward like i'll never fucking talk to her i love how awkward tommy is yeah philippa she's so because she's so confident in every other area of her life but she's just like Like they have to be like listen Listen, if you go talk to her for 20 minutes, we'll back off. But but it has to be 20 minutes of actual words, not 20 minutes of pining in close proximity. All right, Tommy? (laughs) (laughs) And she's like, 20 minutes? How am I going to talk to her for 20 minutes? And they're like, well, you could do two sets of 10 minutes. Like, you'll have to go back. Whoops. (laughs) Um, And Tommy's like, her mom wants her to marry, like, some fancy dude. Like, she's never even going to let her talk to me. Like, she doesn't – the mom is, like, anti-Winchester. And the siblings are like, well, if only we had a conveniently available alias – for you to put on. Oh, wait a second. Before Bean, our beloved father, died to like because even though we are adopted children, like because of the inheritance laws, I guess, like he couldn't have them be his heirs, which doesn't really make sense unless it was entailed. Like it just doesn't really make sense. But whatever, we're going with it. He created They can't like, this- be the heir to the title. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, right. So he created this like fictitious persona. But why do they even need I guess the title to get like into society or whatever? Yeah. He created this fictitious persona of like his heir, Baron Vanderbeek. Horace and Honoria Vanderbeek. Yeah, who his are son and wife. No, siblings. Oh, I thought, are you sure? Yeah. 
Well, the other thing to know is that Baron Vanderbeen, it's like a foreign title of like this fake country, Bal- Balcobia, right? Something like that. Yeah. So I was like, how could like no one have ever seen this son? But then I realized like he could have just grown up in the other country. And they're like, Tommy, you're perfect. She, Tommy's like, I can't do because if I do this, like no one else will ever be able to pretend to be Baron Vanderbeen. And they're like, oh, no, like what? Who else would even fucking play him? Like just fucking do it, Tommy. Like, <laughs> yeah, because Tommy's like pretty tall. For a woman. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tommy's just the only one who can like pull off the disguises that way. Right. Well. And they now have like Chloe as like their duchess. So they don't really need that. So Tommy's like, fine. <sighs> fine. I'll do it. And <laughs> uh, you've twisted my arm. I'll go talk yeah. to the girl I've been pining after for a year. Oh, yeah. fine. <laughs> <laughs> and she stages her like attack for the park <laughs> philippa and her mom are like riding in circles in their little phaeton and ponies or whatever <laughs> philippa's she's so, philippa's so weird and i'm gonna be honest i don't know whether she did this on purpose because she like is trying to scare the men her mom's trying to set up with like away or whether she's just like genuinely like that weird <laughs> Yeah. It's like this guy comes up and he's like talking like and her mom's like, oh, don't you like the feather in Philippa's hat? And then Philippa just goes on this like internal monologue where she's like, why do we wear feathers in our hats? Is it because we're pretending to be birds? Like, what does my feather look like? Could it look like a chicken? And then like he she literally is like the outward solution to that is is (laughs) (laughs) and the guy's like Like, squawks at him. (laughs) God. So he, <laughs> so he frankly rightly runs away like if some yeah. girl i was trying to flirt with just like clucked at me like a chicken i'd be like me- message received i yes. am gonna leave now <laughs> goodbye so he, he scampers off and that leaves an opening for tommy and tommy's like what the fuck do i say like what do i say what's a good opening line what do i say like i like your brain i want to taste your body like i can't say that <laughs> maybe i should have brought tiglet the kitten meow is probably a better conversation starter than anything i can come up with i mean philip is mean, just clucked so clearly meow we're meow yeah and they do still talk about animals. They like they have this whole like convoluted flirting conversation in which like they're talking about how Tommy's horse can read and like what yeah. language the horse is reading. Oh <laughs> I was my like, god! Philip Philippa's Nerd. like, is this banter? Am I bantering? Like, <laughs> what? So they successfully talk for like five minutes, and then Tommy gallops away she's like all right bye and then she just sprints out of the park well tommy's like like they're talking and they're like about the horse thing and then tommy's like well i'll have to go like give my horse a book i'll report back and philippa's like i'll be here philippa's like wait after one conversation with me he actually wants another one like what (laughs) and she's like i'll be here tomorrow and then tommy's like she said she'll be here tomorrow like that means she wants me to come back tomorrow like she wants to talk to me for two times like who this has never happened before <laughs> unprecedented <laughs> oh and God. mrs mrs york is like well baron vanderbeen is uh winchester so he sucks but you can use his attentions to like hook a better man and philippa's like okay I'm yeah it's just that, but- so odd because like i don't know like on the one hand she's like oh no one will i don't i don't know it's just it's just so weird that the mom doesn't like want to settle for I don't know. I don't well, know. she doesn't want to settle also because like he's not a member of parliament and he can't be a member of the House of Lords. Mm-hmm. So and I he's guess not she's like you dad. had a duke at one point. It's like what are the circumstances? Do you know what the circumstances for her like duke thing being broken off? 
Okay, so basically they were trying – so the plot of the first book is basically the Duke is, like, bankrupt because, you know, the classic, like, my father ruined the estate and now I must be super uptight in order to save the estate. Yeah. And so he was going to marry Philippa because of her dowry. Yeah. um, And they were setting that up. But then, like, Chloe is – But were they, like, engaged? Like, would it have been, like, I think they were, like, on the verge of engagement. Like, I don't know whether they were, like – like, actual – I don't think it was, like, that scandalous Broken engagement. Right, a broken engagement. So – Philippa's back at home. She's back on her like reading bullshit or whatever. And she's like, no, well, I guess we can skip this, whatever. I did, I learned that palim, there's a word for scraping the text off old pa- parchment and covering it with new text, palimpsest, which I really thought, I've like heard that word so many times, but I, I thought it meant something different, but apparently that's what it means. That, is anyway. it like incest, but like with parchment? Palimpsest. <laughs> palimpsest. I don't palimpsest. know. Yeah, kind of. Mm-hmm. Well, in a way. Well, I, I mean, there's probably some sort of root word there. Anyway. Tommy shows up the next day and is like, hello, I would like to take Philippa on a ride in my little phaeton and ponies. And uh, it's uh, Hyde Park is going to be our chaperone. So you don't have to come. Okay, bye. (laughs) And Philippa and her go on a little alone ride and continue having weird flirting conversations. (laughs) So basically, they like almost immediately tell each other the whole the truth, like it, yeah. it all comes out. But like, sort of. So basically, Philippa is like, "Listen, I feel really bad about this. Like, I just have to let you know that like, there's no way I can marry you like ever. Like, my parents already said no, and they just want to use you." <laughs> and <laughs> Tommy's like, "I don't know if it's this or like the next scene when she's like, yeah, like it's a good thing that I'm not a- that you like I'm not actually." They're in Vander Beings. I think I would have figured it out pretty quick because, like, the mom is not subtle at all. And it's like, oh, yeah. It yeah. goes along. Yeah. It goes along with the, like, only being nice to people with titles and, like, being so obvious that they're, it's like, you're not, like, <laughs> you're not as smooth yeah. as you think you are. She's and then in no way smooth. Tommy's like, um, okay, well, you told me your secret. Like, I can tell you mine. Like, I'm actually Tommy Winchester. And Philippa's like, oh, like, I didn't, is, is it a custom in Balcovia to be like f- give your familiar like given name so soon? And like I thought, you know, I feel like typically like that kind of miscommunication would like continue for a little bit, but like no, it's like immediately Tommy's like, no, no, like that's actually my name. Like I'm not Baron Vanderbeen at all. Like, and then she's like, oh, so you're a Winchester brother because your yeah. name is Tommy, and she's like. <laughs> it is a good thing you are pretty because you are so dumb. <laughs> no, but Not like, really. yeah, that's totally, that's totally reasonable. Yeah, no, 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 Tommy. that's a totally, yeah, the fact that yeah. it takes Philippa for such a smart girl, it takes her like a few steps to get to learn like figuring out that Tommy is yeah not a Winchester brother yeah and and Philippa's like oh does Baron Vanderbeen know that you're pretending to be him and Tommy's like yeah don't worry like we don't have any secrets from each other and Philippa's like oh yeah that's good because I would hate to find out that someone I trusted was keeping an awkward secret from me and then Tommy's like I'm Thomasina Thomasina <laughs> and, and Philippa's like oh so do you mean like you're a man who who like decided to become a woman like feels like a woman or, or feels yeah. like a woman like, she you- asked like are, does that mean you're like a trans woman or right what? right and Tommy's like no like my, my birth certificate says Thomasina and Philippa's like her, her literally her first thought is like did that mean she was a lesbian no the Winchesters often wore disguises <laughs> like Oh, oh <laughs> yeah, Philippa, and then like they like they keep talking, and then Philippa is like, yeah, like 
my mom wants me to find a husband, but like I only like hanging out with girls. And like Tommy like perks up and is like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then Philip is like, so you can help me find a husband, and like I can help you get in like get into society. And Tommy's yeah. like, hmm. <laughs> immediately and, sad. Yeah. And, well, this is like, there's no, I, I was like wondering the whole time, like, why does Philippa think Tommy's helping her? Like, what does Philip, what does Tommy get out of this? Because at no point was Tommy like, oh, I need Baron Vanderbeen to be in society. Like, I don't know. It's just very unclear. I don't know. Well, I th- actually, I think Philippa suggests that before Tommy is like, no, I'm, I'm a girl. Like, I'm not, I'm not a yeah. Winchester brother. But yeah, no, Tommy's just like, they really don't question the fact, Philippa never really questions the fact that like Tommy's just like doing this because she like clearly just wants to hang out with her. Like she's ne- never once is like, not a thought is given to no. her. Like be like, yeah. why is Tom, what's Tommy's motive? Yeah. And Philippa's like, oh, well, this is good news because if you were a man, I would always worry that like you were just saying you were going to help me, but you were really biding your time until you could <laughs> seduce me. And Tommy's like, like blushes. And she's like, oh. Tommy's like, Oh, this is uh, this is okay yeah situation. no seduction here Definitely i have like not. such a like vivid mental i don't know how to describe it like i can like so picture like tommy's mannerisms and then like just overall like i just so much more than i can with like most book characters i don't know how to describe it like just, the, just her like shifty real. yeah like her shiftiness like her like Ooh. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, like she she very much comes alive. And not that like other authors don't make their characters come alive, but yeah, like Tommy feels like tangible. Yeah. In a way that book characters a lot of the times don't. Yeah, to definitely. Me. Like it's not even like I can picture like clearly what she looks like or anything. No. It's just like oh. I can feel it. Yeah. <laughs> The no. first time the first time I read this book. So the, the cover has two, so it has two women on it who actually I'm pretty sure are a married couple. I oh, think really? that's this book. I think that's this book. It could be a different Sapphic book, but I'm pretty sure it was this book. They're actually a married couple. And the first time I read this, I forgot like which one of them was blonde and which one of them was a brunette. And so I was like, I was constantly looking at the book and I was like, who is this? Like, I don't know which one of you is Philippa and which one of you is Tommy. Like, I don't know. But also yeah. I did see Tommy's a brunette, by the way, in Philippa's blonde. But also I did see a Goodreads review that was like, it's frustrating that like both of the women, like it's a beautiful cover, but like they were like, it's frustrating that both of the women um, are in dresses because it's like very clear throughout the text that like Tommy does not feel comfortable wearing like super feminine clothing. So they're like, I wish like sh- they would have put her in like trousers and like a shirt. Mm-hmm. There's like a brief like little Winchester family. Yeah. And she's Tommy's like, don't worry, like Philippa doesn't want to use me. Like, but then like two sentences later, she's like, yeah, Philippa just wants to use me to get a better like <laughs> husband. <laughs> like, And the whole family is like, oh, my God. But then like they've been betting on like Philippa and Tommy's relationship oh, yeah. for the past year. They've had like a wild gambling spree. Oh, my God. So, like they're just exchanging money left and right this entire book. But also <laughs> so Graham, um, he's one of the Winchesters and he's like the family spy master. Um, and he has like a compendium. Basically, like he has like files on like everybody who like has mm-hmm. ever lived um and he has a whole file on the york family especially because they tried to rob them in last book <laughs> and tommy's <laughs> tommy's like and i read it so many times that i broke the spine oh, oh silly me <laughs> and graham had to make a new one that i'm not allowed to touch but it's okay because the broken one is still in my room it's just like alex 
in uh, Red, White, and Royal Blue with Henry's magazine and like Henry's Wikipedia page that he's like petting all the time. And like Tommy is like sitting there, like staring at like the very detailed map of the York townhouse that they have. (laughs) And it's just like stroking like Philippa's bedroom and is like, she's in there. Oh my God. I love little awkward gaze. Yeah. Um, oh, so this scene is like Tommy getting her hair done. Oh, because they're gonna go to like a ball together, like Philip and Tom- Phil- yeah, Tommy. Yeah, they're going to Vanderbeen's Baron Vanderbeen's like in quotes first official party invite, and they're going right. to a ball because everyone's like, oh my god, this is the first time Baron Vanderbeen, like the new one, has been like in public. Like we should, everyone should invite him to parties because like he's the new gossip and all that. Right. Which is so weird why the mom wouldn't like want – I guess like because for the dad. Well, they're inviting him because he's a curiosity, not because they respect him. Because like at this party, Tommy overhears like people shit talking. Well, not really. Like they're all like, oh, he's cool, but his family shit. Like I don't know. Well, some of them are like he's cool, but his family shit. And then some of them are just like they're all shit. So so yeah, so Tommy's getting her hair done by like her sister and she's like, oh, my sister Chloe. Like this whole time like Tommy's kind of like pining for Chloe. Like she misses Chloe because Chloe moved out. Um, and yeah. it's like really hard for Tommy and she's getting her hair done. Why can't they have like maids, ladies maids or like valets though? Like I don't – whatever. But They have <laughs> servants in the house. Yeah, exactly. They just like, prefer to like do each other's – Exactly. Yeah. Because Tommy, Tommy has like a pixie cut. You know, Tommy has like super short hair. It's not like it's a normal like curl. Yeah, sure. But like, You know what I mean? Like yeah. a normal like woman curling her hair at this mm-hmm. time period. So, so meanwhile, before the ball, Philippa is reading her copy. I'm like really unclear on this whole illuminated manuscript thing. Like, this is one of those things where I just had to let it wash over me and like catch the vibes. Like, I'm not totally clear on how the manuscripts relate to the cipher. Oh, do you want to give me a rundown? Okay, okay. So the so there's these illuminated manuscripts. There's four volumes, and they're like these historic manuscripts. Yeah. And the Northrup family, some long, long, long ago, great, 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 great grandpa, allegedly allude like made these manuscripts, and Damaris based her cipher on like the first volume. What does that mean? What do you mean she based it so on? So you know how like what a language cipher, is it okay. in? So do you you know? I think it's like in English or Latin or whatever, but you know how like a cipher always has to have a key? Oh, sure. The key to her cipher is the first manuscript, is the first volume. I thought, okay, because I thought Damaris like discovered, like cracked a cipher. Like I thought she like discovered something. No, she created this. She was like, oh, Oh. this is interesting. And then he, and then she showed it to her. Oh, I thought she, okay, because that was what I was unclear. I thought she like cracked a code this whole time i don't think so no yeah so the so the main shirts are the key to the cipher okay so there's so they're at the party um and tommy arrives like in her like costume and philippa is like looking tommy up and down you know like very slowly and like clearly trying to be like oh like i like what is like part of her disguise and like what's the real time or whatever and tommy's like it's not sexual she's not doing this in a sexual way she's not looking me down like to check me out but like also philippa's favorite activity is thinking and so like i would be happy to reveal my tricky disguise by taking off every article of clothing you know just just to you know entertain Phil- like no for no reason just to reveal the trick like mm-hmm. you know wink wink and they have like they basically dance and it's like you know all good and fun like banter back and forth and then they go out into the garden for like a little walk and Philip is like oh my gosh like Tommy is still touching me the exact same way that she was during the waltz like this is so scandalous Hops. yeah and then like <laughs> they just have like a moment of like pining in close proximity and then 
And then Philippa gets like spirited away by like some douchebag. Mm-hmm. Um, and Tommy overhears people gossiping. This is where she hears people gossiping mm. about the Winchesters and like how much they suck. And I like that she's not like. I feel like a lot of times the heroine would be like, oh, they're right, Diane, like, and then, you know, like, run off. But mm-hmm. Tommy's like, fuck that, like, time to, like, cause chaos and show everyone that I'm better than them. And she, like, swaggers back into the ballroom and is like, ladies, like, making sexual eye contact with everybody. She's like, Mr. Steal Your Girl. Yeah, it's like, if Philip, I can dance with everyone, so can I. And, yeah, so then Philippa spends the whole, like, next day basically being like, why can't I stop thinking about Tommy? Like, it's because we're such good <laughs> friends. I love having friends. And she's like, oh, man, I wish I could be part of Tommy's family because, like, they're so close and friendly. And mm-hmm. I'm like, just you wait. <laughs> and she's like, oh, all I want to do is talk to Tommy to talk about the case, of course. No other reason. <laughs> so, <laughs> so like, kind of to distract herself, like, Philippa starts looking at the illuminated manuscript that she has, and she has, like, a battered version of, like, one of them. She wants to buy a better version of the manuscript because mm. hers is very torn up, and she wants to buy the other copies. So she's, like, sent letters out to, like, all the all these like people that like these private collectors who like allegedly had them and they're all like ah no i don't know someone like bought them up recently like i don't have them anymore and so like nobody has like this copy and so she's like where do they all go yeah she's like like a few years ago some persistent collector tried really hard to buy my manuscript like i was like hmm and i really never got a clear answer on this i thought it was going to be some like funny or like relevant thing but it was really just the military like for security reasons right well, I thought it right. So the military did it because they were buying up all the copies because it's the key to the cipher. But I was also – well, first of all, what did they do with those copies? Like, did they destroy all of those priceless manuscripts? Because, like, what the fuck? Yeah. Second of all, I I like I, – at first, like, I really wasn't sure about whether, like, it was all the military or whether it was also, like, Captain Northrop trying to, like, hide – like any that's evidence. what i thought it was gonna you know be I, mean? I thought i thought okay this is what i thought was gonna happen because she never even heard back from the quote-unquote persistent collector i thought she was gonna write to this collector naively thinking that it was just like you know an actual persistent collector who just really wanted it and that was gonna be actually writing to northrup who would then be like tipped off and then we'd have some kind of like traumatic thing where he like sends an assassin or something to kill like, i don't know something <laughs> like he shows up and like confronts her and like they have a stand you know like i thought it was gonna no. be something like that and then it just wasn't <laughs> Like, that's what I was waiting for. It was just so. the military, yeah. Yeah, it seemed like such a, like, little, like, cl- you know, like, sprinkled in, like, foreshadowing, but it wasn't. Well, I mean, it was foreshadowing to the military thing. Like, we just thought it was going to be – we just thought it was going to be – what was that other – what was that book we were reading? Oh, it was Yes and I Love You. It was, like, how Yes and I Love yeah. You I was reading it. And I kept thinking it was going to yeah, go. It was going to, like, take a random twist, but, like, it just kind of continu- chugged along, like, on the straight path. Like, that. that's what this is. Like, you were like, oh, it's going to be an assassin and a fight to the yeah. death, but it's actually just Sad. the Elizabeth fucking military. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, and it was relevant here because it gave them an excuse to do some, like, steely, steely later on but yes. like that's which is always really, good like more yeah, crime I, yeah but it wasn't really like that i don't know it wasn't even that like eventful it was just like a random urchin like whatever we'll, get well it's because tommy doesn't isn't the one tommy and philip are the ones that do the actual stealing like in that case they're the yeah. they're the distraction and yeah. like the like getaway car philippa is looking at her copy and she notices like a piece of paper sticking out from like the binding or something she's like oh this hurts me but like i have to take the book apart and then she like fucking does it so she, she, she puts on surgery. her little fancy gloves yeah. and then just like snip, snip, snip. <laughs> yeah and it's like a letter from she's not sure who writing to Catherine. Catherine. Yeah. with a k though oh right. sadly and the writer is like 
I'm so glad we get to work on this together. Like no one will ever know it was us, but like, I'm glad we left like part of ourselves in this book, like blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, I love you, Agnes. It's historical lesbians. And Philippa's like, ah. oh my gosh. Yeah. And she's but like, first, oh, wait, before. Yeah. She's like, she's like, first she's like, oh, maybe they were sisters. Maybe yeah. they were cousins. Maybe it's a mother writing to a daughter. Maybe like they were just friends because like lesbians don't exist today. So like there's no way that historical lesbians. Well, because <laughs> first she's her first thought it for some reason isn't like she's assuming that this like man Captain Northrop's ancestor was the one who actually wrote it. So, like, yeah. as far as she knows, he wrote the whole thing. So she's like, "Oh, this must be his like apprentice. Like, was it like maybe his daughter, his like you know niece, his wife, like someone related to him writing to him? Like, she assumes it's right. You know what I mean? Or no, no, yeah. she assumes it's him writing to this Catherine. She's like, could Catherine be his daughter, his wife? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not unreasonable, like given her information set, even though Sure. Like, but like it take like this is another it's yeah. the same thing with like figuring out that Tommy is like a woman where like Philippa yeah. is like Just jumps through she, there's like so all the... many different like steps that she gets. She's like, no way historic but she like actively is like, no, lesbians don't exist like today. So there's no way they could exist hundreds of years ago. Meanwhile, like across London, Tommy is constantly like reflecting back to all the sapphic house parties. Right. Like she yeah. goes like orgies she hangs yeah. out. <laughs> it's like, yeah. oh Philippa, you sweet summer child. Oh my God. Um and so Philippa's first plan her first thought is like oh this is great we can blackmail captain northrup with nice. the, the fact that his ancestors stole stuff from this woman in order to get our friend damaris a woman today credit and i was like wait so you're not you're like you're just gonna keep this secret but then like almost immediately after she's like we have to get justice for all of them like we yeah have to bring both out and into the, light. the like historical yeah. lesbians and she also finds there's like a secret messaging on the like edges like the edges mm -hmm. of the pages are painted and so she's like oh you have to like you must have to put all four volumes together to like be able to see the full messaging so like yeah. that kicks off them also needing to like acquire all four volumes yeah we find out that like agnes was actually it's like she was lord she was like the ancestors like he was in charge of her inheritance and also she was his tenant, which like is not a great fiduciary. He was basically just like extorted, like basically yeah. just like sucking her dry yeah, and, and making them up. like work and like write for him and like and, yeah. and like throughout the book, like grandma's collecting like evidence, like like historical record, and basically all the historical records are like, This Northrop ancestor sucks ass. He's literally the worst. But like Agnes and Catherine are super cool. They're always hanging out in the village and like we yeah. like hanging out with Agnes and Catherine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and so philip was like i have to tell tommy right away and like again i want to see tommy not for any other reason than about the case and and philip was like well my mom reads all my outgoing mail and won't like oh only God. if it's in plain english they like, can't be in a cipher and i don't have time to make a cipher that's like looks like plain english so she's like oh i'll send the homing kitten i'll send ticklet mm -hmm. and so she's like looking for ticklet and this no, is no, like no, no no she doesn't have ticklet yet no 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 so um, oh, right. her okay. mom hosts a tea to like with all her favorite mm -hmm. gossip friends and mm -hmm. invites Baron Vanderbeen. And so Tommy rolls up with like a basket where she has Tiglet. But Tommy's like arriving at tea and like greets all the other like old like middle aged yeah. ladies and like for the them. Yeah. And like Philippa's like steaming in the corner like I'm not jealous at all that she didn't come <laughs> greet me first. N no. And then Tommy comes over and brings her a kitten and. Philippa and her like go and like they're like talking in a corner and like Philippa's like, am I attracted to this? Is is Tommy 
about to touch my boob and do I want her to touch my boob? But then Tommy just like brushes off a piece of cat hair and Philip is like, is, is this a heaving bosom? <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's like, my bosom heaving? Am I bantering? Is this banter? <laughs> oh my God. Philippa attempts to like bat her eyelashes at Tommy and Tommy's like, Wait, if these like disturbing facial expressions are her best attempt at lying, like maybe earlier she actually was into me. Maybe she wasn't lying. If she's like this bad at lying, maybe <laughs> maybe she like actually was into me, like in the garden last night at the at the bar, yeah, yeah. Ball, at the ball or whatever. Philippa also has a moment where her heart flutters, and she's immediately she's like, "Am I having a stroke? Is that what's <laughs> happening right now? <laughs> oh Am I god. dying? Oh my god." Philippa's like, we need to get these other illuminated manuscripts to like figure out what's on the edging. And Tommy's like, oh, don't worry, like we'll we'll get them. And Philippa's like, yeah, but aren't they like only in like Oxford and shit? Tommy's like, yeah, don't worry. Um, and then the next day they're at like said like garden party or whatever the fuck. And Tommy and her sisters come up and sort of like create a just like get Philippa on her own. And yeah, they're at Vauxhall. They're at Vauxhall yeah. Gardens, oh, yeah. Gardens to see the um, hot air balloon mm, rise. Yeah, yeah, which we alluded yeah. to before. And Marjorie's like, don't worry. Like, I'll forge them and, like, replace them. And Philippa's like, what? Like, you'll – Marjorie's like, yeah, I'm an art forger. Like, don't worry. You remember that painting? Like, yeah, that was me. Like, Remember that ugly-ass painting that you didn't even like? Yeah. Like, well, Marjorie's careful welcome. to be like, don't worry. I'm just going to make replicas that will look real to, like – fake hoes like at first glance like i don't I, of yeah. course i won't like really She's like we'll them. put them back of yeah <laughs> yeah be be cool philippa come on like. <laughs> and then they're just like all walking around and suddenly and like then they get to the dark walk and philippa's tommy's sisters are like oh well sorry gotta go like bye see ya and i was <laughs> like wait like what do they think we're gonna do here and tommy's like oh whatever you want to do wink wink mm-hmm. like and tommy is basically like Again, like can't be any more clear is basically just like, I like you. Like I have a crush on yes. you. I am attracted to you. I want to kiss you. And Philip is like, yes. what is she talking about? I sometimes Tommy was a mystery. Yeah. <laughs> I oh just God. don't it's know. Like Edward and so Tommy is like, oh my God. Oh my and then God. just kisses. She's like, this, she's kiss- yeah. she's not gonna understand. Yeah. <laughs> she's very book smart, but her street oh smarts are zero. Well, and like we find out we had a like a conversation with Philippa and her mother earlier where her mother's like you need some like new clothes like you wear your clothes are out of fashion like you wear too much lace and Philippa's like I love lace it's so comfortable and that's like what she's known for first of all like how could lace ever be comfortable but like she's literally like to Tommy she's like my mother thinks I wear too much lace what do you think Tommy's like I think I'd be happy to help you take it off and Philippa's like that's what Baron Vanderbeam would want what would Tommy want and Tommy's literally like everything Vanderbeam Baron Vanderbeen wants, but more ardently. And then like, <laughs> still like, ah, like whatever. So they're kissing. Well, I was like, oh, that means nothing. <laughs> totally platonic friends here just flirting with each other. So, but about the lace thing, I think it's because her, um, so like that she wears like lace over dresses. So like the lace isn't actually like touching her skin, like her, like I think it's just because oh. it's like flowy, like that's probably what she means. Interesting. So they're kissing and like, but while the sisters are like keeping watch and they run up to like warn them that Philippa's mother's coming. Yeah, cock blocked by Mrs. York. Yeah. But Marjorie runs up and she's like signing to Tommy because Marjorie is hard of hearing. Um, and Philippa's like, Oh, like, how did you get so much information from just her hand movements? And Tommy's like, Oh, like we all learned to sign. And Philippa's like, Okay, mental note, I must learn how to sign so that I can like fit in for no reason. Just yeah. like it'd be cool. No, to know. Just like I like to learn things. It would be yeah. nice to know it. <laughs> language she does know like yeah she does know other language i mean listen bsl i'm pretty sure bsl 
already existed at this time, or maybe it wasn't invented until like 20 years later. It's definitely like 19th century, I'm pretty sure. Let's see. 18th century. Oh, okay. Yeah. So BSL is already around. And then, and at this point, Philippa's like, wow, I really liked that kiss. And I kissed her back and I used tongue. Ah, I think the only conclusion that I can reach from this is that I am super gay. But then she's like, what? But I'm going to, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to repress it. I'm going to put that that little bitch back in the closet and we're not gonna i'm gonna lock her in there we're not gonna talk about her again well first she like has this whole thing where she's like i literally was only gonna go through with this like bullshit like getting married to some like dude and like feeling nothing you know exchange for a library because like it was predicated on the assumption that there like wasn't something better and like a nice library was a good trade for my bodily autonomy but like (laughs) <laughs> Sometimes there's a twist in act two that you never see coming. Like, who I feel so lied to. Who could have seen that, like, <laughs> a library was not a fair trade to giving up my bodily autonomy and basically curtailing any possible happiness? Like, what? <laughs> so she goes, like, after having this realization, the very next thing that her mother tells her is that they've like found a great husband she's like we're gonna get ahead of the crowd like no one's gonna see this coming because you know who's gonna be a viscount but isn't a viscount yet <laughs> captain northrop who is yeah. the aforementioned dick uncle who stole the cypher <laughs> um, <laughs> and philip was like nah. and like and her mother like has this whole thing where she's like she's like Basically, like, you need a title so that you won't get bullied. Like, you're, you're like, a blue stocking. So, like, you'll be, like, shunned unless you have, like, a, you know, a titled husband. And, like, Captain Northrop likes puzzles and books and illuminated manuscripts just like you. And, like, Philippa, like, feels guilty because she's like, wow, my mother, like, actually is considering my happiness. Like, her mother's like, that's at least as important as, like, having a title. Like, they're equally important that you, like, are happy. And Philippa's like, guilted into, like, you know, it's just, like, a continuing. Like, anytime her parents show, like, even the tiniest bit of, like, even passing consideration. Cons- consideration she's like oh my god like i owe them everything i have to like yeah yeah poor poor little emotionally abused Bilba. and so the gang shows up for the reading circle and tommy is still showing up as aunt winchester and like <laughs> just like you for the first like 10 percent of this book philippa does not know and i'm sitting there i'm like jesus fucking christ how good is tommy's disguise but like Philippa still <laughs> doesn't recognize her when she's great at Winchester. Oh like she literally, Tommy brings her, like has brought like a manuscript that they've stolen from Cambridge. And like, like she like, she's like, oh, Philippa, why don't you show me where the bathroom is? And Philippa's like, oh, great at Winchester, like fine. And she's like so annoyed with her. And then like great at Winchester was like, it's me. And Philippa's like, yes, I know it's you, great at Winchester. And she's like, no, it's me, Tommy, you fucking dumbass. <laughs> and then like Philippa gets mad. She's like, you lied to me. I can't believe you did this. And Tommy's like, wait, wait, like I, I thought you were chill the first time like I, you were chill with that like I thought this would be no big deal like what what I was like but you've been coming into my on house here. for a year <laughs> what the fuck um and then she's also Philippa's also mad that like they stole the manuscript from Cambridge and like didn't involve her at all yeah she's like people are making decisions like without including me like yeah. you're just like my parents or whatever and so she like kicks her out kicks Tommy out basically Tommy then realizes like oh I shouldn't have been like you know they both like separately are like oh like I'm in the wrong like blah 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 and then the next day Chloe shows up and is like 
oh, hey, Philippa, like, come to my charity breakfast, like, this morning. And, like, the mother's, like, forced to let her go. And then they whisk her into a carriage where, like, who you guessed it, it's Tommy. There is no charity <laughs> breakfast. There's a Winchester house call. Woo. And they're and they're gonna and Chloe's gonna host the book club now so that like they can still cause cause mm-hmm. Mrs. York has officially like ended the book club until mm-hmm. Philippa until gets Philippa married. It's engaged, um, yeah. And still Philippa is like, oh, they're just doing it because they love me. Yeah. Like in the same scene as like she's canceling the book club. I can't run away because I won't be able to see my friends again. It's like, all right, you already don't get to see them. And then like later on, she's gonna be like, Oh, well, when I'm married, like I might even not be allowed to do my book club. And I'm like, all right, well, like, what's the fucking point then? Like, what? Like, girl. <laughs> yeah. You you need to figure yourself out. <laughs> um, and so Philippa like goes to the Winchester house and she's like, Wow, this is amazing. Like they have a slate floor and they draw on chalk everywhere. And you guys eat breakfast together? because <laughs> that's her like, whole thing is she's always wandering around for meals like looking for her parents oh no <laughs> she's just so like overwhelmed she's like what a family and this that was also a thing in the first book too like the duke was like oh my god they like each other what a family this is such a novel concept yeah oh my god and there's like it's everyone so yeah pet osprey and she tells them about the parents like wanting her to marry captain northrop and she's like She's like, yeah, like, of course I would be, like, you know, a good, like, candidate for him because I have my own inheritance from my grandmother and my dowry is significant. So, wait. So, like, if she married him, would he get her personal yes. inheritance? Why yes. the – what the fuck? Yes. Like, why? Because women – married women weren't allowed their own yeah. property so until, why, I think, 1885. Yeah. So, why Why does she – I just don't understand why I don't. In it's any so world. silly. I'm like, Philippa, because she's been so manipulated, yeah. like, her whole life. Like, yeah, she's know, been I so browbeat. Yeah, But no, even, I like, know. her lodge – she's like, oh, I'll be able to continue my charity. It's like, no, you won't. You won't have any money. But, yeah, Phil – like, Graham is like, yeah, like, we wouldn't have known where to start with the manuscripts if, like, you hadn't, like, written all those letters and gave us all that information. And Philippa's like – wow, I'm not a bystander. Like, I did actually contribute. Like, I am a key member of this plan. It's amazing. And like, before that, she was like, you know, I was upset, but like, it totally makes sense about why they didn't invite me on the burglary because like, I would have been a dead weight. Like, I don't know shit about burglary. Like, there's there was no reason for me to come along. Yeah. And then they're all like, no, like, you're gonna be part of the team. We'll like, help you learn. And we all have to start somewhere. And Philip is like, wow, like, it's breathtaking for someone to assume that I'm capable and clever and worth the risk. <laughs> and then Tommy shows Philippa her costume room. And for some reason, because like the way it's described is that it seems like each like persona that Tommy has like is bunched together. Like it's not like it's like a rack of clothes that she, like she picks and chooses from. Like mm-hmm. it, I don't know. The way it's described is like there's a mannequin over there with great head Winchester and there's a mannequin like whatever. Yeah. And for some reason I was vividly reminded of clown eggs. What? So clowns, if you guys don't know, each clown has its like, has his or her own like custom face. Like the clown makeup is like exclusive to each clown. And in order to like, let the clown community know that you are claiming this clown makeup. You paint your clown makeup on an egg and it goes in the clown egg oh my God. collection. Why have you never told me this is a great TikTok? I thought you knew this. I thought we had talked about this before. I'm just picturing – now I'm just picturing Game of Thrones, like, first or second the season. The faces. Yeah. 
god. No, I was like, I, I was vividly for some reason, like I was like, it's the Why clown egg? eggs. Like this is what's happening. I don't because the egg is shaped like a like a face. I don't know. <laughs> Cause it was but, cheap. It was probably like back from when wait, clowns. But don't were, the eggs know. spoil? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it's an empty egg. I don't I don't know, man. <laughs> It's the clown eggs. <laughs> There's an order form. There's an, a yes. registry. Clowns International. Yes. Holy shit. You can – oh, it's a set of eggs as a new member for the price of the registry and a personal egg is euro 50 plus postage. 50 nice. euros plus postage. Wow. Do you want to, like, register just for the heck of it? No. <laughs> <laughs> No, but like, if any of our listeners are registered clowns, let us know. I'd like to know more about that process. Oh. I am terrified of clowns, but I am intrigued into how the clown it's, life works. It's insane. Oh my god, the eyes are so realistic on some of these. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> I can't believe you didn't That's know about this. I swear to God that we like discovered this together. What be your clown? What be your clown name? Mister Wiggles. We got Chunky Russell. We got Pee Wee. We got Cord. We got Mr. Mudge. We got Reverend Uncle Taco. We got Clumsy. We got Slapstick. We got Zaz. We got Cha Cha. Charlie Caroli. Clown Fryer. Clown Fryer. (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) Anyway. Um, But then Tommy begins undressing and I immediately forgot about the clown eggs. And I was like, okay, it's time for sexy scene. (laughs) Yeah. And and, um, Philip was like, oh, I want to look, but I can't. But I want to. But I can't. Like, and Tommy's like, "What are you doing? Like, why are you twitching?" <laughs> okay. And and Tommy, yeah, Tommy's turning into an old man. And Philippa's like, "Am I attracted to Tommy, even when she's an old man? Like, wh- what?" And then she's like, and then Tommy's like, "All right, time for your outfit." And Philippa's like, "What? I like, I get to dress up too. Like, what? What do you? What would you like me to be?" And Tommy's like, "My wife." <laughs> <laughs> And um, then Tommy brushes her hair and Philippa, tr- quote, tries not to purr like a cat. Oh, my God. So Scat. off the charts. Off the charts. I don't know if off the charts, but pretty goddamn high. Okay. We got like the rare male calico. Well, I just really – actually, no. I, I have full faith that Erica Ridley knew about the calico thing because – It is super rare. Yeah, it's true. I was the one who, in fact, was not aware of the full the – full, uh, uh, you, d- you did Erica Ridley dirty. Like you didn't give her the respect she deserves. No. So, okay. So they're basically going to pretend to be husband and wife, like an old husband and wife, like bickering down the street so that like no one will notice. You know, if anyone notices them, like all they'll notice is that like, you know, they were bickering like old couple and not anything actually important. That's like the whole theory. So they do a distraction kiss. They do a good old distraction kiss. And then like Graham does his part of the job and he just, you know, he puts the illuminated manuscript in their basket and he's like, all right, good to go. But they keep making out until a street urchin steals the fucking basket. And they're like, oh, no, a street urchin. And Philippa's like, here, take some money and just throws a handful of coins at the urchin. And the little boy's like picking them all up. And I was like, oh, (laughs) Okay. Yeah, it's not very random. Like, what was the point of that scene? I guess it was like to just – I don't know. I I think it was just like a funny like, oh, they're so distracted by the kiss. Like, whatever. But anyway, like Graham and, and Jacob pull up in a carriage and they're like, get in with the manuscript. And so they all get in and there is um a rabbit. Jacob has a rabbit on uh the seat and he is like, be grateful. It's not an attack rabbit. And I – could only think of that scene from Monty Python and the Holy Grail, <laughs> where like that rabbit just like massacres all of King Arthur's knights. 
Yeah. Um, I did not think of that, but yeah, no, I see. Immediately. I like picture the rabbit like launching itself at King Arthur. <laughs> no, I thought of like that Jackson Galaxy video. And I can't remember if we watched this together, but we, you know, you've been watching a lot of them. I like watched a few. It was like the I had a leash train or whatever. And it was like someone being oh. like, can you leash train a cat? And Jackson Galaxy was like, yeah, this person was like talking about how they were walking down the street with her boyfriend they saw a cat with a leash and the boyfriend just like started laughing and was like of course you can't leash train a cat like ha 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 he's like why is it always the boyfriend like just immediately being like of course you can't when they're literally seeing it right there like what do you like he's probably a a dog person quote unquote yeah Yeah. that's the red spilla being like filled with being like of course does not attack rabbit like i don't know um (laughs) jacob essentially seems to be able to like train an animal to do anything he wants (laughs) yeah he's like he's like actually they exist but you have to start him young these guys are already too old (laughs) yeah you gotta (laughs) (laughs) and then philippa philippa is basically like um so they now have a second manuscript i think it's like I don't know, like one and four or something, like whatever, or like two and four. Mm-hmm. But and Philippa is like, hey, so I liked making out with you, and I think that we should make out until I have to get married. And I read all about sapphic relationships, and Tommy is like, <laughs> clearly, I have been joining the wrong reading circles. Yeah. Like, uh, they're fucking sapphic readings, or like that sounds great. <laughs> So they have so they have three ma- three manuscripts now. And basically they're like all we need is the first manuscript, but like it doesn't exist anywhere because, you know, like we've already said the military destroyed them all, but Demarns is like, well, my uncle Northrop has like the first one in an iron box in his like mm-hmm. library or whatever. If we can like, you know, have all the pages together, we'll be able to prove that it's like plagiarized and like we'll also like be able to like expose Captain Northrop. And um, Captain Northrop is at one point like interloped on their reading circle, like a weenie, and is basically like, I'm hosting a big party because I'm a special, special boy, and <laughs> everyone's going to come to my house and tell me what a special yeah. boy I am. And Philippa, we're going to dance the first dance, and then they're going to like, this is great. We're going to rob him at his stupid ball. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He interrupts their like reading circle at, at the Winchester house, and like Chloe's, or Philippa's mother comes too. So now Philippa's like even under even like tighter lock and key. But like during that, like when they interrupt, Chloe's like, well, like since we're such good chaperones, like surely you'll let Philippa come for like an overnight with me for like charity. Like, of course. And like somehow the mother like can't say no. So basically Chloe wrangles. She's a duchess. Like, she's like, a, she's like, yeah. even though you're a Winchester, I can't alienate a duchess. Yeah. <laughs> and so Chloe wrangles like an, a sleepover basically for the yes. two gals. They have a um, beautiful lesbian sleepover. Yeah. A sapphic sleepover, if you will. Philippa gets to sit in like Chloe's old window seat like, <laughs> Tom, like and Tommy's yeah. like wow it's like oh everyone's adjusted like maybe it is okay that like everyone has their own lives outside of the family like we're still a family even if like people move out and that's like a big moment for her mm-hmm. but then they go up to her room and um they start making out um and this is the first of many times or maybe it's not the first but it's one of many times in which philippa's like yeah maybe you could continue being baron baron vanderbeen and like we could just hang out like that forever and ever and like get married and tommy internally is like nope Mm -hmm. um but they go up and they have sexy times um which includes rachel did you notice this? It includes yes. lips well, and first teeth. Your teeth and no, no. First, it was just lips and tongue. And I was like, where are the teeth? Where are the teeth? And then like two paragraphs later, it was like lips and teeth and tongue. 
Erica knows what the people want. Yeah. <laughs> she gives us yeah. what the people want. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, they have the full sexy times, lots of orgasms to be had, lots of clitoral stimulation, and it's wonderful. And now it's mm-hmm. Captain Northrop's ball, which is significantly less wonderful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no orgasms to be had at this ball. For some reason, like Tommy can't just come as Chloe's sister. Well, I guess it like it, it helps that she's like great right at Winchester because it's gonna be like a good disguise. It's part of the scheme. Philippa's to, like, parents, robbery. like basically like Baron, yeah, like like they like Grant right Winchester is there and like Philippa's parents are publicly arguing about who Philippa should marry. Like, which again, like they're like, Oh, we're so we're doing everything we can to like have a great reputation, but like you're literally like what? Like they're no. literally like <laughs> Right. They're like, like arguing. Oh, and yeah. the thing, I, right? And the thing I wanted to say was like they're like bickering, and father, the the dad's like, just because Northrop is going to be a viscount doesn't mean he's going to take his seat in the House of Lords. Like, how does that work? Like, why? I know I remember like vaguely something about like not everyone. So you get if you have a title, you autumn in in the Regency time period. It's yeah. different in the modern day because the House of Lords has significantly less power and it's significantly right. smaller. But if you have a title in England in this time period, then you automatically get a seat in the House of Lords. Right. But you don't have – that doesn't mean that you have to show up and, like, actually participate in oh, politics. Okay. So, like, by taking up your seat, he means, like, that doesn't mean he'll actually, like, come and, like, vote and, like, try to pass mm. laws and shit. Like you, like, you do not have to do anything with it if you don't want to. You just, like, have it if you want it. Fair enough. Right, because I feel like in most books, like, they don't actually do anything now that no. I think about it. Well, a lot of books, a lot of books, it's like, oh, and, you know, he went and voted in parliament when it was important, but, like, he's not, like, a politician, mm. you know. Anthony Bridgerton ever do I'm pretty sure in Anthony Bridgerton, I'm pretty sure where I got that, like, vague quote from was, is from. Mm. I don't know why that was the first thing that came to mind. And so, like, they're dancing and scheming and whatever, and Tommy's like, oh, this might be too dangerous. Like, you don't have to come with me to steal the book. And this is when Philip is like, when I'm married, I won't be able to do stuff like this. I might not even be able to have my friends. I'm like, all right, so what's the fucking point of you getting How married? Would you do- <laughs> like, I guess the orphans, but you're going to lose your money. So, like, yeah, what? Um, yeah, right. Like, you may not even be able to help the orphans if you don't. Philippa has, like, what I thought was a big breakthrough for her, but it doesn't quite get the message through. She's like, Tommy actually wants what's best for me, and we'll do like what it takes to make me happy unlike my parents who only want what's best for me in so much as it benefits them and i was like all right good i'm glad we're realizing this but then like it doesn't no, and then she immediately in. regresses yeah. also at one point she like looks at captain northrop and she was like i would marry any man but that one and tommy is like oh so she still wants to marry a man yeah. sad sad even though we were literally having sex last night in my bedroom she still wants to marry a man they like wrangle the key like chloe you know uses her pickpocket skills gets the game captain northrop and they like steal away into the house they like you know hijinks ensue yeah hijinks ensue and they get the book um and like the original plan i guess was to like reveal this tomorrow or something but philip was like no let's Graham do it has now. a bunch of newspaper contacts so mm. he's like all my newspaper buddies are gonna publish an expose yeah which would Phillip be much like better that would have been much better actually because there was no now that, that i didn't even realize what yeah because all because Philippa's whole like this last part of the book, she's gonna be like upset because of the consequences it has for like her personally being involved, but she didn't even need to be involved. Yeah, like she doesn't, doesn't think about that. It could have been well, the newspaper. Also, I'm I'm also wondering what like how it would how worked. much it would have worked because the way that it's revealed here, like yeah, it's like that random army it's guy. Kind of like an in person, like right. 
kind of needed to be in person in order mm-hmm. to like catch Captain Winthrop or Northrop and his lie. Yeah. Um, and so like they walk up to Captain Northrop, who's like bragging to a bunch of people. He's like, oh, I have the best memory. And like, I always won the best muscle contest in the military. And I'm like, you know, is that, I wouldn't like not believe that that's something they had. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> like okay, okay, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> and they're basically like, what does this say, Captain Northrup? And they show him like a cipher that Philippa quickly wrote up. And he's like, I don't know. Like, what is this gibberish? And she says, and she's like, it says that you're a fake hoe and like you didn't write this. Because if you hadn't made the cipher, you'd be able to do this. Right. And then his like random like brigadier general or something shows up, his superior, who was who we did know was suspicious of him. Like we did get that reference that like his superiors were suspicious, yeah. but like didn't have proof. Right. Um, and he comes up and he's like, wow, it really does say he is a fake hoe. And if he had really written this, he would be able to understand. I knew it. And then they also like expose that like when the Northrop like ancestor yeah. um, for being a fake hoe and everyone sees like the Agnes and Catherine mm-hmm. and like all of that shit. Um, and it felt <laughs> a little bit in this scene in particular, it felt a little bit like those like old Tumblr posts that was like, and then everyone cheered. Right. I totally <laughs> because like agree. the whole ballroom is like, woohoo. Like all the women are justice like, has wanna... been restored. Right. But then I, what I, that's, that's what, yeah. but I, I did really like that. Erica Ridley immediately was like, right. no. Like, Philippa immediately right. gets a reality check that, like, no, you cannot overturn the patriarchy in, like, one day. And, yeah. like, that's unfortunately not how this works. She's like, what, lady? Wouldn't want to join causes with women who stand up for other women. It's like, hmm. Sadly. A lot of ladies, unfortunately. A lot of ladies. ladies. (laughs) The next day she comes down, her parents are like angrily sitting in the parlor together and she's like, oh, like I guess here's confirmation that they're not just the same person switching off because this is like the first time I've seen them in the same room. Oh, yeah. She was like, I've never (laughs) seen them in the same room, so I don't know whether (laughs) – And there's like a bunch of gifts and flowers for her, but the mother's like, oh, like you've ruined everything. These are all from women. Like they're not from admirers. You don't have any hate mail. She's like, why why would you single Baron Northrop out like – he, there isn't a man alive who hasn't done something he regrets and like he doesn't fucking regret it yeah and then no. she's like you'll be lucky if the newspaper still comes and the dad's like i'm literally reading it right now <laughs> or trying to <laughs> like, yeah he's like all right simmer down um and yeah so basically philippa is now persona non grata um to all the men which means that she's also exiled by the ladies because like most of the ladies will like just go along with what their fathers and brothers and like husbands you know and she's like oh no my charity endeavors and then mm-hmm. her parents are like your only person left is this old man marquis and you're gonna get married tomorrow by special license and philippa's like got a blast and she just yeah like, and she down. like goes and looks for the no she looks for the homing kitten this is the second oh, time this yeah. happens we skipped over because i kept because i was gonna say we skipped over, i was yeah okay so this is the second time that she's gonna go look for the homing kitten to send him as a message and then she realized like the homing kitten has already left which means that like the homing kitten can either see the future or like it's just like <laughs> conveniently runs off like Pre, so it's like the message gets across yes. even sooner than Philippa yeah. wants it to. Run, yeah, she runs across town somehow, like gets out of the house without her parents noticing. Doesn't really she goes down the servants entrance? Yeah, she, like, and she goes to Winchester's, and then like yeah, it's like a meow sounded from beneath a discarded frock coat. Like Tiglet's already there, Aww. and they're like, and the, yeah, she's like, she's constantly like, oh, Tiglet always runs away, and Jacob is like, he doesn't run away, he comes home. Just and like, it's like you. oh, that's called foreshadowing. Yeah. She's going to make the Winchester home her home. And she goes to talk to Tommy, and she's like, "Tommy, listen, here's the plan. 
you just be Baron Vanderbeen forever. Like, it'll be great. Like, go propose right now. And Tommy's like, wait a second. Like, why it's not happily ever after if only one person is happy with who they are ever after. Yeah, yeah she's like, I – like, Philip Philip was like, oh, well, you only have to pretend to be him, like, when, like, it's necessary. So, like, at society events. But then but – then, Tommy's like, well, also, like, in my own home, like, we would, like, the servants would not, like, I would literally always, there would never be a time when I couldn't be him. Right. And Tommy very rightfully calls her out. And Mm -hmm. Philippa's like, I can't be with you as you. Ah, And she runs away. Yeah. And so she runs away and, like, runs right into Graham. 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 The way they pronounce it is, like, it's, is it it spelled G-R-A-E-M-E? I have no idea. I was spelling it like graham cracker. <laughs> the way it was pronounced made me think it was the EMU. Um, I don't and know. Graham basically like calls her out on her shit too. Like Philippa's like, I can't be with Tommy. And Graham's like, you can't or you won't. Like, is it really is it really your anxiety that stops you from giving me everything? Or do you just not want to? Phil and Philippa basically has a brain blast where she's like, Oh, like I don't have to follow all these restrictions that I've arbitrarily placed on myself in order to please people who don't care about me. Like, this is a novel concept. Yeah, well, he's basically like, of course, she's like, Philip was like, I feel so guilty. This is all my fault. I made things like hard for them, like my dad's political connections, my mom's social connections. And Graham's like, look, it's totally normal. Like, of course, you don't want anything bad to happen to your family and friends. Like, they should feel the same about you. And if they don't, like, what are you missing? Like, this is when it finally, like, actually clicks. Yeah. Cycle of abuse is stopped. Yeah. And then, so, like, Philippa almost immediately, like, runs back and it's like, Tommy, like, oh, she she knocks on the door and Tommy's like, that's probably Graham. Like, I can't tell him I'm in here. He'll just, like, sit outside the door to comfort me. Like, meh. And Philippa's like, it's not Tommy. It's not Graham. It's Sir Philip. (laughs) It's Sir Philip. (laughs) And Tommy's like, who the fuck is Sir Philip? And Philip's like, she's like, hey, I'm Sir Philip. Tommy's like, you look fucking. <laughs> she's basically like, I'm sorry, I want to be with you. And I do like that Philippa has to do a little grovel for Tommy because yeah. Tommy has spent the whole book bending over backwards right. to like make Philippa happy. And honestly, right. I could have had a longer grovel for Philippa. And the only reason I'm not upset about it is because I'm like, well, Philippa is like there was very truly like in an abusive relationship with her parents and like you know i i don't want to victim blame but yeah i would have liked a little bit more of a grovel but i also got that tommy doesn't let her off the hook immediately like she's like okay but like what if like next like what happens next time it gets hard like what happens Mm -hmm. next time society tries to outcast you like are you gonna like run away again and Phil mm-hmm. was like, no, I won't. Yeah. And then they're together forever. And then we get the sexy times. And then we get the epilogue. Wait, before that, Philippa does tell her parents off. Like she goes up and she's like, I'm moving out. That's Bye. the epilogue. No, no, no. The epilogue oh, is um, okay. the book club. I- Oh, I forgot oh. about that. Okay, well, yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's, she tells that's her parents off and the dad stands up for her. Well, the dad, like, this whole time, like, keeps trying to, like, throw shade on the mom. But, like, also he definitely does want it for political reasons. Yes. But it just reminded me – the the telling the parents off just really reminded me of um, the leaving of Matilda's parents in the end of Matilda in the book. So not the movie where they just, like, roll up and, like, okay, sign I'm it immediately. I'm going to need you. I've only read the book once and it was a long time ago. So it's basically just, it's like – it's basically just like the same thing. It's like the mom's like, oh, but like, don't you want to come with us? And Matilda's like, no. And like, 
I don't know. It just gave me the same vibes. Like the, the like basically, 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 the mom's like, you know, you're my only daughter. Maybe this is the movie too, but she's like, you're my only daughter I've ever had. Yeah, and I've never understood you, not one little yeah. bit. <laughs> <laughs> That's in the movie too, definitely. Yeah, yeah. But the dad stands up for her like for once. Is basically like, ah, oh, give it a rest. Like, mm-hmm. whatever, let her do whatever she wants. And I was just like, I still want to drop kick you into the Thames. Like, like honestly. Fuck you for throwing the mom under the bus right. like here because like you it's are equally to blame. Like you're emotional. Right. You've been like emotionally available. You've been very much making Philippa feel like she has to earn your love. Like you suck yeah. too. And it was very much – it kind of like arose my like Mrs. Bennett defense right. you know, mechanisms in which right. like Mr. Bennett is frankly worse than Mrs. Right. Bennett. I mean, we don't have to get into that because this isn't a we're not talking about Pride and Prejudice but like I was very much like I was like I just feel like the the matchmaking mom and this yeah. isn't like a, like a specific criticism of Erica Ridley. This is just a common trope I see in like Regency romance where like the matchmaking mom always gets so much flack and 90% of the time like the dad is like like as bad or worse and like never seems to get the flack and i feel like there's like some internalized misogyny percolating there right because like the mom has been the only one like trying to make everybody happy to some extent you know whereas the dad has just been like impressing his expectations without having to like actually get his hands dirty at all also just the dad has so much more power (laughs) like right this is regency england like the mom does not have her own the mom belong legally belongs to the dad like none of none of them have any sort of like autonomy oh wait okay i take it back with the matilda thing i actually think it's you know it, it just reminds me of the movie not the book the book is like okay. much more like whatever let her go if she wants to like we don't care yeah. yeah yeah um yeah no i totally agree yeah the dad and then as philip was like leaving her reading circle appears and they still want to be friends so like woohoo yeah. and then and then tiglet runs off but then philip was like no tiglet and then he turns around and like jumps into her arms Yay, where would he be running? Home. Where would he be running to though? If she lives to the, the Winchester, Winchester home. home. They live there already. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. This is this is when she's leaving her yeah. house. I was questioning how Tiglet has been a kitten for so long because Philippa has he like, has met him. One, Philippa met at, him before the events of this book started. Yes, at one point Tommy is like, maybe it's just an epilogue. She's like, you have to stop acting like a kitten because you're not a kitten anymore. Even though we keep calling you a kitten, it's just like our cat. Our cat's really, really small, and like she, she does look like like she's she's only six six pounds. Yeah, how much does the average kitten weigh? Less. It's gonna be like birth weight. Yeah, by age. (laughs) Yeah, sixteen to twenty week old kitten, five to six pounds. Six months to adulthood, six to eight pounds. So. She's, mean, just on the, she's on the low much. end of a, of a normal cat, but she is very small yeah. looking. And then the epilogue is like, I mean, they're just like all happy anyway, cat scale. <laughs> well, I say off the charts still. Well, you're not off the charts, but like, all right, I, I have it's my pretty number. high. I pretty think we've established pretty the case. We got Tiglet. We got some purring. We got lots of meows as greetings. We got calico <laughs> male. <laughs> lots of meows as greetings. We got a, a kitten. Are calicos like smaller than usual? I wonder. I don't know. What to do with that. Anyway. Three, two, two, one, one, eight, eight. Nice. Nice. We agreed. Woohoo. Ooh. Nice. All Where right. Can they find us, Rachel? Oh, I was going to say that. Well, right now. <laughs> they can find us on TikTok, Instagram, and Facebook at We Read It One Night. You can find us on Twitter at We Read It Podcast. And they can e- you can email us, We Read It One Night at gmail.com. Um, you can 
obviously listen to us wherever you listen as you would you know obviously know because you're listening to this but if you're <laughs> listening on apple Podcasts or spotify uh, we would really appreciate it if you would leave us a uh like rating and review so the rating is like super easy you just have the stars the review does not have to take more than a few seconds and you can write like literally whatever you want what would your right <laughs> what would your clown name be yeah <laughs> yeah if, if you yeah if, if you could pick a clown, what would your clown name be? You, and if you, you for some reason, you. are like very averse to picturing yourself as a clown because you're scared of clowns, give us like your stripper name, you know, yeah, and then also be the like, same, great podcast, great podcast, XOXO, Captain Chuckles, yeah. you know, clown for example, fire. easy. I've you can literally write that. I give you permission to just take what I just said and <laughs> write it in your <laughs> review. And listen, wait, wait. So it's not – it's Apple Podcasts and Spotify, but I actually looked up a list <laughs> of <laughs> other apps that let you think. So it's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podchaser, Stitcher, mm. CastBox, Amazon, and Audible, and a few more. Oh, I so, Amazon Audible could do that. Nice. It lets you – I think Amazon and Audible just lets you do a rating, not a review. But Okay. Well, fair enough. Yes. Yes. Spotify so too. Leave so. us a rating and review. Trick that good good algorithm algorithm. Don't let is Tim Cook still the CEO of Apple? <laughs> mm. Don't let Tim Cook win. <laughs> <I> don't, <laughs> don't let him suppress romance. And whoever the CEO of Spotify is, don't let him suppress romance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And on that note, Godspeed, comrades. Godspeed. Also, Conrad. Hi, Conrad. <laughs> Hi, Conrad. <laughs> That's a listener call out. If you email us, you may get one too. <laughs> All right. Goodbye. Bye. <laughs>